Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen. Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily, most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily, thoughts and comedy from Broadway Superfans. From Broadway Superfans. We're here with Ben Rimmelauer. Hello, Ben. Hello. Thanks Welcome. for being on our podcast. Thanks for having me. Sure. Of course. We're very excited to have you here. We just saw Patty Issues very recently, and we loved it. I'm obviously. so happy to hear that. We hated it. That's why you're here. I, I thought you guys might be a, <laughs> we a target, target audience for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Because you know our origin story involves Patty LaPone. Yes. Didn't you guys do something about Gypsy? We did, but we met in an improv class, and it was during Gypsy when that was happening, and there was some sort of... Something happened in conversation, moment. and we were both like, Patty LaPone? Yeah. And, and now we're here. It's her story. That's that's a beautiful story. <laughs> yeah. I actually first heard of you guys because I was Googling Patty Gypsy. <gasps> and I was like, these idiots spelled it with a Y. And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no. That's different. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. That's funny. I would be okay with someone spelling my name with an, uh, an I. It happens all the time. And I just think, it's like Patty Lapone. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Patty Lapone. Yeah. Even though her name is not short for Patricia, it's just Patty. It's just Patty. So it's not the same. <laughs> it's Patty. Yes. Patty. Amazing. Well, we have a series of 10 questions that we ask everyone that comes on our podcast. So we're going to start are they all about that. Patty LuPone? <laughs> None of them are about Patty LuPone. What a but crop. I'm sure you can make can them make all oh, about Patty LuPone. Oh, you know Patty I LuPone. can. Yeah. <laughs> Smurf. <laughs> First question. Do you know Beth Level? Uh, yeah, I know. Am I supposed to like go on about it or just, I mean, if you have a Beth level story, not really, we we were in a, um, I hosted an Elaine Stritch tribute at 54 below Mm. that Mm. she performed in. And so I consider us friends because I added her to my email list and constantly invite her to my shows. (laughs) But she did write back once like break a leg doll. So I consider us very close. That's amazing. I think Patty, I mean, Patty LaPone. Patty LaVelle. I think Beth level is like best friends with everyone she ever meets. I agree. She has that quality. Yes, yeah, she does. She certainly did at the Drama Desk Awards for uh, the Drowsy Chaperone. Oh, 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 I'll never forget just, that moment. She's so wonderful. Yeah. I quit Facebook like a year ago, but I haven't actually quit Facebook because Beth Lovell still wishes me a happy birthday on my Facebook, so I can't really delete it. You can like, right? No, no, right? Right? No. She used emojis. <laughs> I can't, I can't, del- I can't delete my Facebook if Beth Lovell is wishing me a happy Can birthday you with emojis. Like Instagram a picture of this. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I did. I I'm did. sure I did. I'm gonna have to this go back. I think I, I, I think I Instagrammed Facebook. it and said, "This is why I'll never quit Facebook." Because I, I would like, like a Beth Level emoji. <gasps> Beth Lovell did not wish me a happy birthday oh. on my birthday on Facebook. I'm so sorry. But you know, you me miss either. days. You miss days. It's a big responsibility. Sometimes you just need some me time. Yeah. Even if you're Beth level. <laughs> I think especially if you're Beth level. Because I would just want to be with me all the time. Yep. What show do you most want revived? Oh. Um, I mean, I do kind of have like uh, uh, an agenda with this question. <laughs> um, because I really want to see um, Harley Lohan uh, star in Hello, Dolly. Yes. Don't we so, all want to see that? Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I want her to do it before like Adina Menzel is old enough uh-huh. to like push her out of the running. We Good. haven't had a Broadway dolly. Yeah, in a while. Revival. 21 years. Yeah. But who's counting? <laughs> it's been 29 years. Somebody's counting. <laughs> 21. 21. Well, right, right, right. Oh, sorry. 29. You'd think I'd get a Patty LaPone <laughs> joke. It's the heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever fallen asleep on stage while pretending to be asleep or dead on stage? <laughs> no. But to be fair, I don't think I've ever pretended right. to be asleep or dead on stage. <laughs> Do you think Patty has? Never. Sure, I'm sure. She's probably fallen asleep um, a lot of other inappropriate times in life, but on stage, Patty is without any kind of distraction. What's your favorite Broadway house? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I love so many of them and I hate so many of them. Um, I guess, I mean, I'm prejudiced right now because of Hedvig, but I guess the Belasco. And that restoration. And it's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Wait, and we have to support the so theaters serious. that are that are east of Broadway. Mm. Yeah. That's true. That's it's like true. an underdog a hard in that time. respect. Yeah. Keep, keep standing court theater. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 
Gelysium. <laughs> what's your least favorite Broadway house? Um, there's a few I don't like. Well, I have I to say, I'm trying to. What's it? The Richard Rogers right now? Nothing. It's going to yeah, be yeah, Hamilton. If then what, was there. Oh, what was just there? If then. If then. I hated if then. But mm. I, well, I hated if then so much that I didn't pay attention to the theater. Uh, because I remember at Porgy and Bess being crazy. so pissed at the Richard Rogers. Oh. But I think that they redid they it. They did a remodel. Yeah, it's like. It. It's great. The, the whole orchestra is like completely raked so that the last seat oh, of the orchestra is right next to the first seat of the Mez. Yeah, I got to go check that out. It's like a movie theater. Get your I, um, tickets for Hamilton now. Yep. Oh my and God. You can I check it out it. in two years. So, so much. good, right? Oh my it's God. so incredible. I would see that in any horrible theater. It doesn't matter. Right? I would see that in hell. <laughs> right? Um, but I, um, like, I, I like some of the modern theaters. Like, I love Circle in the Square, which mm. I was just at last night. <gasps> Me and too. Love- oh my God. <gasps> Did we see Fun Home together? We saw Fun Home together. Oh my God. <laughs> this is a memory we'll share. Do you know who else we saw Fun Home with? Who? Peter Dinklage. I, do you know who else we saw Fun Home with? <gasps> Zachary Quinto and his gorgeous model boyfriend. <gasps> and, and I, and I, I, I Voldemort, Chris, Charles Isherwood was there as well. Oh. Ballsy to talk shit about Isherwood. On, <laughs> <laughs> can we cut that? Oh, I can cut that if you actually <laughs> No, it's okay. okay. I mean, we, Fuck him. we trash. Um, favorite people to trash would be Brantley and Michael um, Riedel. That one. Oh, I, I, I guilty pleasure Rydell, Michael Riedel. Like Rydell High. Is that awful? Like no, that's every cute. Time I, I feel like awful, he would like that too. Speaking of Patty with yeah. a Y, don't you think Michael Riedel really wants to be like Patty Simcox? Uh-huh. And be like, I just love Say it's cool, don't you? Yes, yes. <laughs> he's been holding in this like sunny oh, energy oh, all these oh, years. But um, but I the well, theaters I really hated the Minskoff. Me too. And um, yeah. I'm not that into the Gershwin to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah. They're too auditorium. I don't like the marquee. Oh my God, Sorry the last about time it. I was at the Gershwin. I was like, this is a Broadway theater. I know. It's a shithole. Wait, when I you were there, the, the most recent time, did they have like like that that photo booth, that green screen photo booth set up where you Maybe, can like well, take I a picture with Wicked, Alphabet? I was seeing... Um, that sting benefit oh, thing. Oh, uh-huh. So maybe oh. they weren't in the last, full green. Last time mode. I went to go see Wicked, like last fall or something. Yeah, I was That's like, recent. what? You can like take yeah. a picture, a green screen photo and be like, I'm alphabet. I mean, I don't begrudge Wicked anything. Sure. Like Broadway should only be, you know, that successful. Oh, yeah. Well. Oh, there, um, Jenny Barber it. was... Yeah. Uh, Glinda. So yeah. We, so we went we back to her. I love yeah. her. She does she's a lot of great. audiobooks for us at Simon and oh, Schuster, and she's fantastic. a sweetie. Yeah, and Christine and Dwyer was this terrible to say while we're in this shit talking <sighs> mode. I thought Jenny Barber would have been much better in this particular. Oh, he's holding as, out some, as, a something rotten something. Yeah. As as uh, as Kate Reiner's. I yeah. can't remember any of their character <laughs> names. Just their names. Yeah. No, I not guess, Heidi Blickenstaff. Mm, I would never complain about. No, 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 no of no. course. That's interesting. I think. Well, it's funny. They're both Glindas. Yeah. I think yeah. you could put a Glinda in that role. That's true. true that. if you, that would work. Although not really Kristen Chenoweth anymore. She'd try to do it. Oh, I'm sure she would. She'd be hitting those high notes. Just the God bless. I'm just gonna hit these. Yeah. How old is your headshot? <laughs> uh, new. I mean, because I've only been performing right, right, for right. three years since I started Patty Shoes. I was always a director, so headshots are like a new fun thing for me. It's always nice to have a nice photo of yourself. Yeah. I wanted them so badly all those years. I was constantly being like, oh, take my picture. (laughs) And then doing duck face and all this dumb shit. (laughs) Do you read reviews? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. I memorize them. (laughs) I mean, good and bad. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you have to have those quotes that you can throw back in people's faces, That's either right. good or bad. Oh, you said this about me? Well, one of my best mm. friends is Adam Feldman, who's mm-hmm. Time Out New York theater and critic and cabaret editor and everything. And um, we've been friends, very close friends for a very long time. But before we were friends, he reviewed a play that I directed called Joy at the Actors Playhouse downtown. And Which you talk about in Patty issues. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. And in, uh, sadly, also, I mention it in <laughs> Battle with Money. But... Um, <laughs> When you only have two off-Broadway credits, <laughs> they come up a lot. Um, but uh, I, Adam, the, we, the play got some very good reviews and some very bad reviews. But the only re- all the reviews for my work as director were very good, except mm. Adam's, <gasps> which said, um, Ben Rimmelauer's no frills direction cannot hide the dust. Oh. And I have brought this up with him <laughs> so, so many times. You so should have it printed times. on a t-shirt next time you That's see him wear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. But he also just... invites me to a lot of shows for free, so I can't, <laughs> I can't misbehave too yes, much in that You don't shit. bite the hand that gives you free tickets. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, you do not. Yeah. <laughs> What is the show you've seen the most times? Oh, um, hmm. I mean, I want to say Gypsy just because I saw it, the Patty production on Broadway 10 times. Mm-hmm. I saw her do it at City Center three times. I saw her do it at Ravinia twice. <sighs> I saw Bernadette twice. Oh, I saw Betty Buckley. <gasps> 
Um, at Paper Mill Playhouse, yeah, in beautiful Paper Mill Playhouse. Oh, that old. So um, jealous. And I think I lot. Li- here's I'll give My you guys. My friend some was dirt. one of the boys in that oh. show. Um, John Flynn. You know John know. Flynn. Yeah, of course. I, I need to ginger. know more. Dancer guys in my life, um, but I, I lie and tell people that I saw Time Daily, but in truth, I didn't <laughs> see Time Daily. Um, but I should have seen Time Daily. If my parents loved me, I would have seen Time Daily at uh, the Pantages Theater. In it's Los true Angeles. of all of us, yeah. yeah. Or was it the Schubert? Either way, I don't think she did it anywhere near me. But if it, my parents loved me, they would have found a way. <laughs> if my parents loved me, they would have let me spend my bar mitzvah money to see Patty oh, and Sunset uh, in London. Yep. What year was that? I- Nineteen ninety three. Mm. No, not Sunset. Oh, Tyne Daily. It, well, it toured a lot. It was like between 89 and 90. Okay, I was alive. Yeah. Unacceptable, <laughs> parents. Unacceptable. You were very young, I think. <laughs> I was. Yes. I would have behaved myself. Yeah. Especially towards the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm going to adjust this question. Besides Patti LuPone, yeah. who would you fanboy over? Oh, so many people. I mean... I have a list of like 45 <laughs> yeah. like Broadway divas yeah. in or ranked mm. in order. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going to see Betty Buckley tonight at Joe's Pub. <gasps> Amazing. And, um, Are fantastic. you going to take the road trip this summer? Yeah. We'll end on going to Hampton. Oh, God. Yeah. Hell we're getting, yes. Um, we're getting a, uh, I was, I ran into David Levy last night and he's planning on getting a party bus. Oh, oh so anyone who wants in on the party well, bus. I have to go whenever <laughs> I can snag a, a place to stay. But um, mm-hmm. so I'm hitting up all the mm. rich old dudes. Right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm willing to work for. I I looked on Airbnb. I was like, oh, what would it I don't it think cost? you Airbnb like, to Hamptons. It was like $500 a night for a one, like a one oh, person. Oh, I'm not surprised. But like, at least it'll be nice. They well, charge yeah, that much on Fire Island. Sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. But I have to say the one I fangirl the most, in some ways even more than Patty, because I mean, Patty, at least I actually know, mm. is Liza. Mm. And all those other yeah. girls, Patty, Betty, Bernadette, Bette Midler, Adina Menzel, mm. Audra, Kristen. I mean, you name them. I love all those girls. Yeah. You know, there's very few that I don't love. How much I enjoy their performances, including Patty, is varies depending on how well I think they did that night and what mm-hmm. shape their voice is in. Liza Minnelli, I do not care. Good voice, bad voice, drunk, sober, fat, <laughs> thin, sitting in a chair with crutches, dancing mm. around Susan Stroman. I do not care. I always have the best time of my life watching Liza oh, Minnelli. That's so true. I just think she's always the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. When when we, I think it was kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Because they're you know they're real entertainers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They're always yes. on. Yeah. When we saw Liza's at the, at the mm. palace, she like in the oh. second act, she like took her lashes off. She was like, "These are too sweaty," <laughs> and just took her fucking lashes off. And the whole audience was like, "Fuck yeah, take those lashes <laughs> off, girl!" <laughs> it was amazing. And I was like, I, "I would just watch you take your lashes." She probably off. had other lashes like, on under her. Sure like, what did. does Liza Minnelli look like without <laughs> eyelashes? I have no idea. We there was also a moment in the show where she does like a fake. I need a rest. I need a rest. I need a rest. But then she started actually coughing, and everyone was like, <gasps> we, "Tonight, the night." <laughs> really, like literally for a split second, everyone in the palace was like, "We're about to watch Liza die." Oh yeah, my God. right now. Yeah. And you're like, "Oh no, I'm so glad I'm here." <laughs> she pulled through. She pulled through. Yeah, she's, and she's oh. back. She's doing another show right after rehab. I mean, so. I gotta get there. I yeah, mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> What was your worst or best survival job? All of them. Um, <laughs> I had a lot of waiting tables jobs, and I, they were all horrible. Mm. And I think that's the worst job in the world. And I'm the biggest tipper. And I think that everyone that eats in restaurants should be forced to wait tables for oh, at least yeah. a week. You know, absolutely. Um, so I guess it's probably that. Although I do describe my short stint in prostitution in Bad with Money, so I suppose oh, that has to rank uh, among they, the worst survival that. jobs. Yeah. I know way more people that have done uh, variations of sex work than I ever thought I would. Uh Well, I was very bad at it and very low paid. (laughs) It was only a short stint. Comps and a time machine. What do you see? Oh, um, well, Patty and Rita. Yeah. 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 And then, well, what do you... It would have to be the right time in the run, though. I always say I would go see Patty and Evita on a Saturday and go to Lamouche. Let's have a date. Like, right? Okay. The like, day of the time like machine. You have to maximize your time machine Brilliant. usage. Right, so right, like right. clearly, like you go, that you could We can get a matinee shows. of sugar babies. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what the hell? A matinee, an evening of Avita, and then straight we'll share the <laughs> totally. same cab with yeah. Patty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's the dream. Wait, what yeah. are the rules here? Is it like 24 hours? Does it expire at midnight? <laughs> sure. Or like, okay, a so suit, like halfway through the show? If that's the case, like, I'll do the matinee of sugar babies. But I also want to go to one of those like morning shows. There was this chill 
children's theater called the Truck and Warehouse, where oh. New York Theater Workshop is now. Oh. And I had my fifth birthday party there. Oh. And Tom Ian, that wrote Dream Girls, and uh-huh. um, you know the, the, what's uh, Rachel Lily Rosenblum oh. and all that. Oh, he was the artistic director. <gasps> so oh. I would really love to see one of his children's shows, Sugar Babies. Yep, full day. Yeah, oh. done. Where would we have dinner? Mm. Some great old Don New York restaurant. Yeah, I'm trying to steakhouse. Well played. Yeah. Or right, you can come too. Steakhouse. Thanks. Well, you're you're both getting comps, right? So there's four tickets. Sure, sure, sure. Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah. Well, so I get a date too. <laughs> yeah, sure. Who do you want to bring? Well, by the time we have the time machine, hopefully I'll have a boyfriend. Yes. Perfect. If you're listening, <laughs> this is an offer. If you can build a time machine, you're, no, in. you're in. I will 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 suck dick for a time machine. <laughs> I feel like I feel like doing comps in a time machine is one of the things that makes me feel actually less sad about not seeing things because I think about people 10, 15 years from now who are going to be like, oh, my fucking God, I can't believe I didn't see Patty LaPone and Gypsy. And I'll totally. be like, bitch, I saw it six times. Yep. Boom. The six, yeah. your real number? Yeah. Yes. Nice. My real I number. I only saw it twice. But Better than once. Yeah. 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 One time we sat in the front row with my parents because mm-hmm. we got us rush tickets. It was great. And my parents... Love Patty Lapone, and we're really excited. And we used to have like a family tradition of we never ate in front of the TV, but on Sunday nights we would eat in front of the TV and watch Life Goes On, and then we would play board games. That's adorable. <laughs> we're love, from the Midwest. Love, life goes on. That's so cute. Wonderful. Uh, those are our ten questions. Wonderful. Wow. Did I pass? You passed <laughs> flying colors. Well, let's dive right into our Patty sighting because yeah. it was very exciting. I'm we so went to excited. go see On the Town mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. She was sitting two rows in front of us. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing is that when Patty spotted her first, I was like, Patty LaPone, Patty LaPone, Patty LaPone, Patty LaPone. And when we looked down the aisle and like everybody in the aisle has like stood up to let her come through the aisle. And as she kept, we kept, we're like, oh my God, she's, oh, where, what, where is she sitting? She kept coming through. Then we realized she was sitting like, We were like on the aisle. She was sitting probably five seats in, but came in from the other side and made 15 people (laughs) stand up. It was amazing. I was just like, yeah, everybody stand up. And you could tell the people who knew who she was Mm -hmm. and the people Mm -hmm. who were just like, who's this bitch making it up? Everyone else was was like, like, I'm so sorry. Please, please. Right this way. Please, please. Do you want the seat instead? No? Okay. It was wonderful. Did she seem into it? No. Nope. <laughs> I don't think she liked no, it. No, here's the thing. I don't know because she's Patty LaPone. Right. And I don't know. No, how... no, no. You know. I don't. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. right, right, she right. Has, no, she it's all out like, the outside. Okay. Yeah. No, sh- I don't think she enjoyed it. Oh, wow. Um, but she looks fucking great. She, she looks, looks so great. We talk about her, her fucking good so she looks. Great. She looks so great. Her glasses were super adorable. All she's of the it. Cutest. She looks amazing right now. Yeah. Did you guys see the super cute pictures of her backstage at my show last week? <gasps> see them that's yeah. wonderful uh, wait she came to see bad with money she came to see bad with money Amazing. yeah did she love it she loved it she was really i can't imagine being at the duplex with patty lapone i know it's pretty fucked up huh? it's mm. so small yeah and like i also can't imagine patty lapone in that dinky little like does she go pee there duplex theater. <laughs> right right does she um, have to use that same so that same horrifying. toilet that we all use that I you know, know it's been fucked in like more than it's been peed in the fucking is the least of <laughs> I would take like ass sweat any day for what else is in that <laughs> disgusting bathroom. That's such a Although point. the duplex is a wonderful place with oh, affordable drinks. It's great. It's super great. It's so fun. That's so funny. We've all done shows there. Yeah. True. It's a wonderful home. How much did you want to poop your pants the first time she came to see Patty Issues? Um, you know, it was the second performance of the show, which Ooh. was my second performance as a performer Ever. since college. <gasps> really a, since high that's school, immense. to be honest. Um, and... I was so nervous anyway. It was the first thing I'd written. Um, and it was so personal. Mm. In a way, intellectually, I was more nervous that she was there. But I, my hands were already shaking, yeah. you know? It was just kind of like, I was just like in this insane headspace, you know? Totally. Um, but I was, there was definitely pants shitting going on as well. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I didn't realize that you, that she came so at the very, well, because very Because it was beginning. only supposed to be a four-performance run. Right. So yeah. I had to, for right. months, I'd been saying, Patty, 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 please do this the dates. Please, please, it means yeah, so much yeah. to me, you know. Um, so great she, that she What came. did she say to you after the show? After Patty, she, was, um, she said, oh, Ben. <laughs> Is that all true? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. She said, "Oh, you're you're such a wonderful writer, and you have to keep writing." Oh, and she said, "Has Lonnie seen it?" <laughs> oh, has Lonnie seen it? Yeah, he's up great, for her. Great. Lonnie's seen it. Oh, really. Lonnie and great. I are very close. Patty and I are kind of close, but Lonnie and I are very close. Oh, that's wonderful. What did um, she say after uh, Bad with Money? She was like, 
Oh, Ben. Is that all true? (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. She sent me a very sweet email the next day. It said, Doll, still thinking about your show. First thought, I'm a criminal too. (laughs) (laughs) Probably shouldn't say that. Sorry, Patty. Um, That's amazing. And uh, she did something else that was funny. Um, I don't know. She's such a nut job. I love everything about her. She's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things in your show that we relate to. And that's sort of you're talking about right now. I'm sitting here being like, oh, my God, Lonnie Price came to his show and Patty Lapone mm. came to his show. And, like, we also know Beth Level. And it's <laughs> this people that you were watching forever yeah. are now a part of your life. Yeah. And what was it like to not only mm. have them come to your show as friends, but also to know that these people are now your friends and they're seeing your work? I don't, you know, it varies. I mean, you know, Lonnie's really my friend. You know, I mean, I grew up watching Lonnie on, you know, The Muppets Take Manhattan and uh, Dirty Dancing and stuff, you know, but. Oh, I forgot he was in Dirty Dancing. But I was, oh. right? <laughs> we yeah. come together. And, you know, listening to him in Merrily Rural, Lonnie, mm-hmm. most, first and foremost. But, but I was his assistant for three years and that was an everyday relationship. And, you know, he's really one of my closest friends and it's, really? I don't really think of him. Right. Well, and in the show, you say that you knew him. Yeah, like, I, well, as a I child. vaguely knew him as a yeah. child. Yeah. Um, but but as a child, I definitely thought of him as like a famous actor right. that was like a friend of my grandparents or something. Um, mm. Whereas Patty, even though you know, I think from her perspective, we're real friends, and I certainly like love her and care about her. I can't really see her other than as right. hi, I love her. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just. I mean, I really. That is just such a huge part of who I am, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's, you know, I think that's true to a lesser extent of the other uh, Broadway stars that that I've come into contact with, you know? I mean, the ones, mm-hmm. not the people that are my age, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but the people like Betty Buckley, yeah. you know? Or, um, you know, uh, I don't know, do I know anybody else like that? You know, I don't know, but mm-hmm. I was like, knew George Hearn, you know? It's like just people that I grew up, you know, really mm-hmm. like worshiping, and, you know? And, but, you know, Alison Frazier and... and um, oh, she's great. All, you know, Judy Blazer, all these Amazing. people, a lot of women. Um, <laughs> Rebecca Luker. I mean, I just, it's hard, as, even if I get to have a personal relationship with them, maybe in the intrapersonal way, I can sort of be real. But there's still always a part of me that's like that Chris Farley thing on SNL. And I'm like, remember that one time when you were like, what's new Buenos Aires? I have, we struggle with that. Oh, I like a year ago or something was like getting on the train and I was like, you know, walked past a bench and Kate Baldwin was sitting on a bench and I like walked past her and was like, cool, I just saw Kate Baldwin. And then I was like, I should go say hi to her because I know her and should talk to her. And then I was like, yeah. hi. <laughs> Second, yeah. secondary. So I her and was like, I just saw a celebrity. Oh. <laughs> like, wait, I know that celebrity. I know I'm a little traumatized that you guys grew up listening to Kate Baldwin. <laughs> I'm just going to have to deal with no. that on my own terms. Well, we're no. not that. We're not that young. No, 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 no. She was, I mean, I was discovered her in Finian's. Yeah. That was not that long. And well, we I think she's exactly here. my age. I had a friend, mm-hmm. I don't know if Kate Baldwin knows this, but when I was a sophomore in college, I directed falsettos at Berkeley, and my best friend was a year behind me at Northwestern. And oh. so then when she was a sophomore and oh. I was a junior, she produced falsettos there, and Kate played Trina. Mm. And she always was like, Kate, 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 Kate. Oh, and I was like, my Trina was better. And now I'm kind of like, <laughs> Where's yeah, your Kate, Kate Baldwin now? was probably better. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. Uh, my, tr- my Trina is my best friend, but I don't think she's going to listen to this. Well, <laughs> I won't say her name. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we definitely have that same sort of. Yeah, it seems like, like I, I feel like the more we delve into this and the more we meet people, it's like I need some other word to define like my relationship with Kate Baldwin where I'm like, I'm friends with her. And then I'm like, I'm not going to like ask her to help me move. So like. <laughs> but I think we all have that. I mean, I went to the Elaine Stritch uh, Memorial at mm-hmm. the um, Al Hirschfeld mm-hmm. and Nathan Lane spoke and it was the most amazing thing. He opened the show actually, mm-hmm. the show. Um, right. But he, um, he was talking about how Elaine, uh, whenever he would see her, they would, you know, have such a connection and she would like, you know, call me to go to a movie sometime, Nathan. Ugh. Like, you know, um, and he was like, he wanted to so badly, but she was only in right. stretch. Yeah. Right, you know? right. And like, he's Nathan Lane. Right. Yeah, but you're Nathan Lane. Uh, can you, I just had a vision That's of so like going into the Regal at, on 42nd Street and Nathan Lane and Elaine Stretch. <laughs> Seeing a like, movie. See. <laughs> she like brings her own popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, that's <laughs> my favorite movie. That is Mall so Cop 2. <laughs> 
I can wonder. Oh man, that's I. That's so intense. Yeah, oh, that's so intense. Yeah. Because I feel like we had, like, we were interviewing, like, uh, we interviewed, like, Julie White at the <gasps> press thing for Airline uh, Highway, she right? She was so wonderful. We've, like, loved her for a long time. Uh. We had such a great conversation with her. And afterwards, she was like, bye. We were like, we're so excited to see the show. And she was like, cool, come out backstage afterward. And we're like, is that what? Does no, that mean we can just come back? Are we? What? Oh my God. Also, you tell Julie what we're here for her and she's going to be like, who are these people? Oh, oh, I remember those girls. Yeah. That stuff terrifies no, no, us. Yeah, no, totally. No. Totally terrifying. So how did Patty Issue start? Like, when did you decide, I want to tell this story? Well, um, I'd been directing, you know, or trying to direct. It was very hard, you know, to get uh, gigs and... Um, the two shows I directed off Broadway, Joy and the Fabulous Life of a Size Zero, were both shows that I was one of the producers on because, you know, nobody else was giving me jobs. I didn't get an MFA at Yale or anything. Um, and I directed a lot of cabaret and a lot of off-off Broadway. And I say this in Patty issues, my career was at the mercy of the material I could get my hands on, mm-hmm. you know, because an actor can audition and a script doesn't need a resume attached. You write a script, mm-hmm. a smart producer can read it and know if they think it's good. Mm. But a director really has no way of, of testing, proving themselves, which without okay. doing a show, which is a catch 22 because you can't do a show if nobody gives you one. Yeah. So I was trying to make them happen for myself, but I was at a, at a loss. And, um, I had this, uh, when I was very frustrated with that, and I was directing a lot of cabaret. I created Leslie Kritzer's Patty LuPone and Les mm. Mouche, which was, you know, despite Patty putting a sort of early um, kibosh on it, mm-hmm. it had been very successful critically and commercially. Yeah. And it was a really wonderful creative experience for me and for Leslie and for everybody involved. And Joe's Pub was thrilled with us. We were mm-hmm. selling out. It was just a great, great time. And I felt so gratified by that. And I thought, um, I wanted to do something else like that. But that was a unique situation because I had created the script. I had been the author of the piece, but I hadn't made up any words. It had mm. all been taken from these right, tapes, right. you know. So I was trying to think of other sort of, you know, I, when I was an intern at the McCarter Theater for Emily Mann a million years ago, um, she does this thing, documentary theater, um, like her play Having Our Say about the Delaney sisters who live to be in their hundreds and mm-hmm. her play uh, – uh, what's it called? Um, Execution of Justice about the Harvey Milk trial. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and there's a lot of yeah. people that do this kind of thing. Anna DeVere Smith. I mean, Emily's aren't solo plays, but we you know whatever. There's different varieties of it. But, you know, basing plays on real events, you know, from real mm-hmm. transcripts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was thinking, what would I want, what thing would I want to do? But, you know, I mean, the, the Le Mouche thing, I wasn't looking for something. I was just like, oh my God, Patty Le Mouche needs to live again. <laughs> you know, it just came from such yeah. a place of, place of passion. So I didn't know what to do. And, um, Totally unrelated to anything creative. I, you know, in my obsession with Patty, whenever my friends would come over, I have all these videos that Patty gave me a million years ago, you know, which now the truth is they're kind of all on YouTube, basically. Right. But, but eight but years back ago, the they time, weren't. You were the, like the dealer. I was the guy, you know. So my friends would come over and we would watch them, you know, and I'd be yeah. like, okay, wait, pause. So this part, you know, and I would sort of deconstruct it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I should charge for this, you know? Yeah. So I wanted to like get, I was, my, I'd been doing a lot of stuff with the Lori Beachman at that point. Mm-hmm. So I was just going to get the Beachman and it was when Phil Bond uh, still, ran mm-hmm. it you know and I Phil and I had a lot of email exchanges he was like whenever you're ready I was going to show these videos and I was going to do like a Seth Rudetsky kind of thing yeah. but all Patty and all love mm. you know and um but I didn't want to fuck with her because we'd had a little contretemps over oh, the Les Mouches thing right mm. so and we'd been good since then I'd produced her album and all that but I still wanted to you know play mm-hmm. it right so I asked her if I could use those videos if that was okay and she said let me see a draft this is in 2009 mm. so um I've just made an out al- and I thought I was just going to you know Wing it, yeah, sure. you know, because trust me, I'm prepared to talk about a Patty Lupone <laughs> video off, you know, off the cuff. Yeah. But um, so I thought this would be a good experience. So I started writing the outline of the videos I wanted to show and um, filling in, you know, what the anecdotes would be. And what I found was that it was much more about me mm-hmm. than like, oh, this is where she belted an F, you know? Right. And so, um, but I knew that it was the right next. I'd been started blogging and that had been a good experience for me. And I felt like this first person narrative thing was like a good way for me to like start to flex the writing muscle, which felt a lot more self-initiated than mm-hmm. being a director, kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, waiting to catch a bus. Um, and uh, so I knew it was the right thing to do creatively, even if it wasn't going to be a real show or anything. And and then I just sort of kept working on that and figuring, you know, then I came up with really thinking it had to be about my father and my relationship too, and then figuring out how to put them together in a way that would work. And 
Um, and I, I was, I was, I, I talk about it in Bad With Money, how I'm sober now for four years, but at the time I was really at the end of my robe alcoholically. Mm. And, um, so, you know, I would write for an hour and take a break for like six months, which is why it took like three years <laughs> yeah. to do patty issues, you know? Um, but, uh, but I finally did it. Awesome. Well, congratulations on all of that. Thank you. Getting sober. Thank you. Thank you. The show's fantastic. And now there's another show. And look at me. I'm a guest on this show. This is all. This is coming up roses. Pinnacle. Pinnacle. This is it. This is full circle. This is the most fun I've had all week. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Wait. So, what was your? You said you had a Patty encounter this week. Oh yeah. Well, so she came to my show. So we had that. and uh, I think there was something else I was going to tell you that was – oh, well, this is funny. It's not really a Patty Encounter, but Jackie Hoffman tweeted uh-huh. after On the Town, Patty LaPone was at On the Town tonight, <gasps> Ben Rimmelar would have exploded. <laughs> That's so funny. I sent that to Patty, and she was like, how did she know? That's what I was wondering. Yeah. How, she, they know. She, she left the theater. She didn't – yeah, she we said accidentally she followed her. Accidentally, <laughs> it really yeah. was accidental yeah. until we crossed that yeah. one street that we didn't need we to. We were but legitimately walking in the direction well, that we needed one to go. One has to leave the theater. I and mean, there aren't that many choices. Right? Disappeared, exactly. I think, into a black. She car said she had left early. But, I mean, she didn't leave early, but she she yeah. didn't go backstage because she had rehearsal in the morning. Mm. With the, um, oh right, <gasps> her new play. Her oh new god, we're so excited. The Beth Level story. I can't wait. Wait, we gotta get tickets to that. Wait, link text. I was in this show. Called you like me. It's like they do it a few times a year. I've sometimes mm-hmm. I'm in it, sometimes I'm not. But people do award show acceptance speeches. I've oh, done great. Mm-hmm. Tony's speech. It's very funny. Um, oh, I and, do best to uh, life. You should do it. Yeah. You should do yeah. it. Yeah. And one year when I was in it, Jackie Hoffman was in it, and we were at the sort of bar afterwards with everybody from the show. And I'd put down some Patty issues postcards. And I'm really good friends with Jackie's manager, Jeremy Katz. But Jackie and I didn't know each other that well. But she goes, Patty issues. Why is it called Patty issues? <laughs> I was like, Well, it's a play on Daddy issues and Patty mm-hmm. Lapone. She goes, Daddy issues. That's not a thing. I was like, uh, Jackie, like you know, come yes, see my show. And she thinks for a minute. She's like, You should call it Daddy Lapone. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> Thanks, Jackie. Thanks yeah. for the notes. So it's funny. not a bad title. What? But- Daddy issues is quite, a thing. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. It doesn't quite. I have the same commend way. Jackie Hoffman on her commitment to snarky Twitter. Yeah, man, about she's, the show she's in. She's like oh. she. I just I feel like when Unfiltered. rehearsals started and she started tweeting, everyone was like, "She's gonna get fired." Yeah, and she's just continued, and it's just every tweet about the show is so wonderful and so like the mean. Best it's part great. is that it's still running. Like yeah. if it had closed and everyone was a little skeptical about how well it was going to mm. do because it's in that giant house and that it sort of came house. from nowhere. Um, if it had closed, everyone would be like, Jack, you know, that, that's mm. awful what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it but works now great. because it's, it's wonderful. I mean, I think they know it's Jackie lasted. is one of their oh, like, sure. strengths I mean. of that. Oh, production. yeah. yeah. You know. Come on. Yeah. I mean – so how did you decide after Patty Issues to go on to Bad With Money? <laughs> um, well, money is a really big – money is as big of a problem in my life as Patty is an obsession in my life. <laughs> mm. And I thought I probably wanted to do another solo show. And at one point there had been a lot of material about money in Patty Issues, mm. um, which we ultimately – my director, Aaron Mark, and I decided was a different show, you mm. know, and um, – there was a couple things we left in it that sort of just seemed like things anyone who's an artist or a struggling college student, you know, could relate to. But, but otherwise, we we took it out, and then I had all this material, and I felt like I wanted to flesh that mm-hmm. out and make a whole thing. Yes. <laughs> well, and there darling. was there was a point uh, with your dad that had to do with money, so that mm-hmm. definitely works in in Patty issues. Yeah. And then you can see how it may have <laughs> created yeah. its own show. Yes, indeed. When watching Fun Home last night, I was thinking about some things that I've read about her family and their reactions to seeing the show. Have any of your family members seen your show? Yeah. Well, all of my family has seen Patty issues except my father, mm. who I don't speak to, that, you know, the show is partly about. Um, and uh, um, my family, a lot of my family has seen Bad With Money, although not my parents, um, which I think is probably for the best. Mm-hmm. Um Although actually Patty forwarded me this really beautiful email from her friend that she brought to the show, which I then forwarded to my parents because I thought it was such a wonderful response to my work. You know, I felt yeah, like even without nice. them seeing it, the nice things that her friend wrote. I mean, it mm. wasn't just like compliments. It was mm. like a real understanding of like mm. what I was trying to say and and in ways I hadn't even really thought of it. It was a great perspective. Anyway, but um, but I don't know if my parents could take this one. Um 
But uh, but yeah, it's intense. I mean, my sister, a lot. My parents and my brother and sister have seen Patty issues a lot mm-hmm. because they came to see it here, and then I've done it in L.A. where they all live right. a few times, and they've mostly come and. I did it in Chicago when we were there for my brother's graduation. They came and we went to a bar mitzvah in Scotland and I did the show and they came and we were on vacation in Berlin and I did the show and they came. (laughs) So, I mean, they kind of like could play their parts um, or my part. Um, But uh, I had this conversation with my sister, uh, I think it was like over Thanksgiving. No, it was recently. It was like um, in the spring about just the intensity of that and like Mm -hmm. how, you know, this has been a new experience for my family over the last few years. Prior, Prior to that, none of us had made a public spectacle of our, of our yeah, drama. Sure. Um, and everyone's so supportive of me and proud of me and and thinks that I'm doing something that's good for me and that's worth doing and that, you know, but that it's, there's this sort of other part to it that's like, what about their feelings? Yeah. You know? When I'm, you know, my sister and I are two and a half years apart, went to the same high school, went to the same college. We have probably like 700 Facebook friends in common. And, you know, I'm going up to all these people on Facebook that like she grew up with people that were in her mm-hmm. class, you know, mm-hmm. girls that she feels neurotic about. Maybe they dated the same guy, you know, yeah. they're like people I barely know that were characters in her life. And I'm like, Hey doll, hope all is well. I'd really be loving you. Come see my show about when my father came out of the closet and tried to kill himself. Thanks. Love you doll. You know? And she's yeah. like, what the fuck? You yeah. know? So, um, you know, it's something to be looked at for sure. And I, I related so much to fun. Home. I mean, yeah. I'd seen it at the public, but mm-hmm. last night it really got yeah. me. Yeah. It's so perfect in the round. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think the staging is like, I I feel like it's, this is the staging and the presentation that it was always meant to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like it's really. I felt last night, I wanted to write a piece about it because I feel like this whole generation of composers that we've been presented with for the last 20 years of Mm. the Michael John McCusa and just Robert Brown and Adam Gettle and everybody, like there've been all these shows of theirs that like were great. Mm -hmm. And yet I still kept feeling like, it's not ragtime. It's not falsettos. Mm -hmm. It's not even hairspray. You know, it's not Avenue Q. Like their shows are sort of interesting and artistic, but none of them for me has really been like a Broadway show Mm -hmm. of why I grew up loving them. Mm -hmm. And last night I felt like this is it. Yeah. That's such a, uh, I love that because I feel like when you get really intensely into like this Tony season and you yeah. talk about this show is better than this show yeah. and people are, and then you look at like what are the shows that survived and what you would think of like that where you're like that's a fucking Broadway show and then it's sometimes when I get annoyed with people I'm like well in 20 years I think my show will be considered a fucking Broadway show totally. and no one will even remember yours yeah. <laughs> although I don't think I'm really actually that spiteful I'm a pretty no, but I get you it's very yeah. you get very passionate yeah you know? absolutely well it's because like, it's such a horse I, I like fucking love fun home and I want yeah. everyone to love fun yeah. home so much I can't remember <laughs> I wish I could cite whoever I'm sort of talking about right now it might have been the Max Moo podcast but mm. they were talking about the Tony nominations and like looking at the four musicals that are nominated it's such a broad spectrum mm. this American year American Paris Something Rotten Fun Home and what's the other and, one and um, The Visit The Visit, the visit like course. it's a pretty standard Broadway musical comedy mm-hmm. a like old school throwback Broadway ballet Fun Home and then this like artistic weird quirky the yeah you kind of hit visit. all the points like it's it's all very <gasps> what a Who's great season win? yeah Mm. Who do you think is going to win Best Musical? I mean, I want it to be Fun Home so badly. Me too. So badly. I mean, I haven't seen it in American Paris, and I'm sure I'll love it. You know, or I'm not sure, but I, I hope I'll love it. Um, we always hope we love it. We always sometimes hope. I'm like, fuck them for doing we that piece of shit, it. you know? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of oh. being polite. I don't really think I'll love it, but I hope yeah. I don't hate it. I always sit down and I'm like, I don't feel like seeing a bad show right now. Yeah, I hope it's that's good. That's true. Yeah. But sometimes I, a lot of shows I won't go see, and I'm just mm. like, why are they doing that? And I'm so tired of the stupidity and like producers and all that. But, but I feel like even if I do like American in Paris, even if I love it, Fun Home needs to win. Come yes. on. American yes. in Paris was a movie yes. in 1940-whatever, yes. yeah. you know? Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and how many new Gershwin musicals uh, do we need? None. Thank you. You know how I, I feel? Hate a jukebox this musical, is how I feel As long as it's it. Gershwin music, I'm no. okay with yeah, it. Yeah, it's totally. I, I really think that, like, 
Like, I feel like right now our go-to all the time is like Ragtime, Lion King. And I feel like if an American in Paris wins Best Musical this season, we will retire Ragtime, Lion King, and it will be Fun Home, American in Paris. Yeah. And no, that will you be your example of how dare you. And I disagree with you on Ragtime, Lion King. I don't know how. For Ragtime me, is like one of her favorite shows, and she's okay with the Lion King winning Best Musical. And I, I don't know how that's possible. understand in 1997 why that production would win Best Musical. I mean, I, me, I understand if, also why they would have voted for it, but I don't agree with it. I don't know. I have to say, though, I mean, I saw Ragtime four times on Broadway <laughs> and once in L.A., mm. and I love that show, and I know Original every word production. to that score. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that look. You were like, the revival bitch, please. The revival. Um, <laughs> we loved the revival. That bus stripped and truck all, tour that floated in. Stripped down I original production. Um, I mean, mixed, whatever. But I... Revisiting the show, though, I, I think Terrence McNally's work is not. I oh. I don't, can't believe I'm saying this on the, out loud, but I I think, and it's the same way I feel about Wendy Wasserstein and mm. Paul Rudnick and some of their stuff I really love, mm. but it's not. They're not plays that stand the test of time. They're products mm. of their moment, and they're not. Right. They don't hold up. And you know, I think that you know, Ragtime. I love that score so much, mm. um, but I think that whole style of the direct address it, is. I don't know. I don't think it's a good play. I think we're seduced because Garth Drabinsky, for whatever people mm. say against him, it was, you know, it was lavish and Frank Galati's production was spectacular and that cast. Right. I mean, that cast. That cast. Absolutely. Um, well, it's also... It's, and Graziella is, you know, why isn't she choreographing more? It's just the right. greatest Broadway choreographer, mm. you know. I think it's also funny because I, we didn't see the original production. Nope. We only I saw, saw the tour of saw the, the tour. That counts. production in Chicago. With Rebecca Eichenberger? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who wins? That's I mean, amazing. I loved it. I but it's barely not remember it. A lot of like my love of ragtime. Just tell me how old you were when you saw ragtime on the Dawn tour. Well, I <laughs> probably was like 16 or 17. Oh, okay. That's not yeah. I'm not. I'm not as young as I look. Okay. Thank you, Thank you though. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. <laughs> but I, I think like my love of ragtime is because I killed that cast recording. Killed so like it. that's not the same thing. That's why like our rule, our hard and fast rule about like what can be in your top five favorite musicals, you you have to have seen the, show. the yes. whole show. Yeah. You can't put a show on there like that you've just seen, like killed the cast recording a million times because you don't know what the book's like. Even if you've seen the show, right. I I realized I saw in the 20th century mm-hmm. and I loved it. I have never been so happy in 20 years sitting in a theater, including wow. the shows I like better, like Hamilton and Fun Home and stuff and Hedvig. But I sat there just in my glory. And I realized it's an experience that I used to have all the time that I never mm. have anymore, which is I saw a musical that I knew every word to and had never oh. seen before. And, you know, I'm constantly being like, shows today are terrible. That's crap. That's <laughs> crap. I long for the good old days of the goodbye girl. You know? <laughs> but it's, it's yeah. no joke because I would sit there in my little nerdy car in high school in LA and right. I would kill the cast album. Mm-hmm. And then I'd get to come to New York and I'd be like, I can see three shows. I don't know. And I'd choose, yeah. you know. And I would go see them and I would live for them, you know. And I wasn't sitting there going, well, Bernadette's phoning it in. I was going like, Bernadette, 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 totally, you know. Totally. And I just, that prejudiced me. It's like, you know, and the shows today, maybe some of them are worse and maybe there were better shows then. That may be true. Mm. Maybe Kiss of the Spider Woman is much better than The Visit. I'm sure there's a lot of quality differences. But I think also the difference is just in me. And I don't even mean to say that I'm jaded. I think I just was really open to stuff then in Mm. a way that I don't have the energy or time to be. It's also like. That's definitely true. You know, uh, mixed feelings. I had mixed feelings about something rotten because I was like, yeah, I think it's pretty funny. I think I've seen most of it before is how I felt. You're right. right? So like for me, I'm like, I see the parts that are good, but I've seen them done better and I've seen them already done. What does that show have to say? Why are people going to see that show? Why is that today and not 50 years ago or ever? It's got nothing. You know, theater has to be more than just an evening of fun because you can have an evening of fun much cheaper and more comfortable. Mm. Well, and maybe that's a thing that we didn't actually click on because I think my initial thought is, well, not necessarily. It can be just like fun and whatever. But then I think back on all the funny shows, but that also had some sort of I'm not saying it has to be deep or sad. And that's why my first thought is like, well, that's not true. But no, you're right. And I'm sitting here thinking, that show had nothing beyond jokes. They're yeah. just, and they're the worst jokes. And a shell the audience of a laughs story. at like, huh, 
Chorus line. Oh, that was the one that drove me <laughs> Phantom of the insane. Opera. That number drove me so Oh, angry. West Side Story. Like, like, all they were doing was shouting titles at us. They were just like, yeah. show titles, show titles, show totally. titles. And the audience was barking like I seals. mean, Brad Oscar's hilarious. Oh, Christian my God. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Brian Darcy that James, cast, I have to say, he made a fan out of me. I really well, lived yeah. for him. And I yeah. really, that character, I think, if anyone else had played that character would have I would have been like this is the worst like thing Darcy I've ever seen. Like Brian is so likable, but that character is so unlikable. Totally, but he's 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 spectacular. Yeah. I would like to see him, no Tino Shade, but in Michael Service's part. Oh yeah. Um, oh my god. And um, but only if that's okay with Judy Kuhn because I don't want to do anything that upset her because she's perfect. Oh, oh god, yes. Was, I, would that mm. not be okay with Judy Kuhn? No, I don't know. Oh, I'm sure she yeah. loves him. I just wouldn't ever want to say anything that would upset Judy We just always want to make sure that Judy Kuhn is No, I'm happy. just like, do you need a sweater? Can I get you a bagel? Anything. <laughs> Isn't she the best? She's the best. I can't believe she's 57 years old. She, 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 she hasn't changed. We were, she might be just the other day. 57. I was we, on okay. Wikipedia. No, yeah, she because just we were talking about her birthday. Her birthday was May 20th. Okay, I'm talking about that. How old did you think she was? Patty thought, you thought she was like 40. Yeah, and I was Well, I knew because I've been following the story. I'm that old, you know, I mean, then if I sat here and I was like, oh, Thought she must it. be a little bit older than that because yeah. of rags and whatever. But she... Yeah. She looks gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's she looks better than she's ever looked. Yeah. yeah. And she's and she's really wonderful in that show. Oh, my gosh. She's a great part so incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... It's so great because, like, especially that character, I feel like she's sort of there and she's sort of hovering, and you're aware of her, but not really caring about her. Mm-hmm. And she then at the punches end, punches you in the yep, face. Exactly, punches you exactly. In the face. it's heart wrenching, heart wrenching, wrenching. And I, you know, I, uh, I love that show, and she's uh, she's the character that probably breaks my heart the most because. I could have seen myself falling into that trap mm. at some point of mm-hmm. like, sometimes I even, go, what was it? GCB, that, that amazing, terrible Christian show. I'm so Shano sad I didn't show. see that show. Is it on Hulu? Um, I need to see it. Hopefully it will be. But like, I loved it. Um, it was nonsense. Miriam Shore Miriam was Shore was her. in a, in like a oh. sham marriage. And I was like, oh, but do they make it look so Yeah, sweet. we got no huge, no, no. Miriam Shore's character was like married to a gay guy and they both were like, yep, he's gay. He fucks his, you know, workout buddy or whatever. And I'm, just like frigid and, and, and I remember like, having a was, fag right. hag and Patty was like, like well, that, but they love each other in their yeah. own way and I was you like no Patty you know what look if that was if you didn't have any desire didn't think well, you were yeah. worth being loved or didn't mm. want to have your own you know mm-hmm. that would be sad for you but at the same time I also you know I'm turning 40 next year and I'm kind of like I've looked around at a lot I want to be married and fall in love and have passion and romance but I don't know you know I also want to take the cards I'm dealt and I want to be happy and, mm. and with people around me that care about me and support mm. each other. And I don't know what's going to happen. And I, I, you know, the ideas I had as a kid of what my life would be like are so far off from what. I think something I've been thinking about a lot like lately is like how much as a child and as a teenager, especially when I was a miserable, miserable teenager wanting to move to New York city, how much I was like, I can't wait for my life to start. And the idea that I'm like, no, no, it already, it's happening. It's already happening. You just got to do something I don't, with it. I don't, yeah. exactly that. I, right? I keep thinking, yeah. you know, when my real life will start, it's going to be right, when right. the next thing happens and it, you know, yeah. and it never yeah. happens. That, yeah. I always felt I, like I that. gave myself a lot of like, not deadlines, but like once I hit this landmark, something will happen. Mm. And then, you know, and then once you stop looking at that. I'm still looking at it. Oh, yeah. Bridget Everett says dreams don't have deadlines. Oh, I love I think she quotes somebody else saying that. I think it's like mm-hmm. Tupac or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm Did getting outside Holler? my uh, my wheelhouse. Ooh, yeah. Did you see Holler? Holler? No. Was it great? Oh, it was great. We liked it a lot. I'm so sad yeah. I didn't see it. I'm yeah. such a Tanya Pinkins fan. Oh, oh she's, she's fantastic. Incredible. Did you see Rashida speaking? Oh, so you don't know. There's so many shows. Yeah, there's a lot of shows. I know, but that I should have seen that one. It was great. I mean, you should have. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm yeah. sad. You know, I've, I've missed a lot of good shows mm-hmm. that I should have seen. It's tough. It's that. like fucking, this is the first season that we've like really been doing it and doing it hard, seeing yeah. a lot of shows. Especially because before we would, we're going to see all the musicals and now we're like, we're also going to see as many plays as we can. It's too and much. then it's yeah. like, I was, you guys were talking about that on one of your podcasts. It was, it's, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And it's also like, I feel awful complaining about it because I'm like, I'm so tired. I see. No, but so you're a person, shows. you have a life. You know, <laughs> right. Yeah, there's some kids exactly. somewhere they can't afford tickets and totally. you get comps or whatever. But like, you're, you have to carve out your space. You know, I right. was last night, I, I was sitting directly across from Charles Isherwood. So I was watching um. him the whole time. And um, he didn't smile once. He didn't <gasps> clap once. 
Is well, he, no, he clapped is, at the beginning. Remember when we all dead inside? The so angry. I know. That. What was that? There was some sort of what? technical difficulty. It was a guy that was sitting right by me that started it. <gasps> it you could tell what? that something was happening. They eventually made an announcement. Yeah. But the show was being held. But to be fair, most of us clapping. I didn't even know what I was clapping for. Uh, I was just well, like, oh, you guys are clapping. Wait, so, oh, somebody guy was like, start so, the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I was come like, on. a Backstreet Boys concert. <laughs> It was kind of cool. It was like a rock concert. And but then they made an announcement, yeah. which was probably because people started. Sure. Happening. Well, listen, it was like, there's, there's oh, it's a great house, though. They got a standing ovation. Yeah, I don't know. They did. But and Charles Joshua didn't smile or clap or laugh <sighs> once. And at first I was thinking, you fucking <sighs> asshole, blah, blah, blah. But then I was like, you know what? Imagine being him. Mm. Like, <sighs> yeah. you actually burn out. Yeah. Like, I see so much less theater than he does, so much right. less than you guys. I mean, if I see three shows in a week, I probably don't see a show for two weeks. I mean, you know, I can't more than one a week. I really start to like right. lose, you know, and that's including mm-hmm. cabaret stuff. I mean, I, you only, there's a thing, you know, the book, the artist's way, like Julia Cameron. I haven't read it, but I'm a, like, I'm she has familiar. this great thing yeah. about it's called stocking the reservoir, which mm-hmm. is like, there's times in your life when you're being creative and there's times in your life when you're just taking stuff in and you're mm-hmm. stocking the reservoir, you know? And I love that idea because sometimes I'm working on something and I can't deal with seeing anything, you know? But I also think that, like, your reservoir is not infinite. Right. You know, and the, the, if I want to be that me that was 15 that saw that Goodbye Girl twice, mm-hmm. I can't see a show every night. Right. Because that, I was so open and I can't, now it's so hard for me to be that mm-hmm. open, you know? Well, it's all about self care. Like, you can't run mm-hmm. yourself out. And it's also about not, like, having a day where you, like, you know, sit in bed and only watch TV all day. And you're like, uh, sometimes I do that and I feel awful and guilty. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. I should have done this and I should have done that. Mm. And then I'm like, sometimes I just need to fucking watch TV yeah. all day. Oh my day. God, I love it so much. <laughs> like, yeah, I need to do that a lot. A lot. And I haven't a been lot. able to have do it at all. weekly TV it's commitment. Ne- oh, a lot. I like, I feel like when I, because of how much theater we see and how much TV I'm still able to watch, people are like, do you sleep? And yeah. I'm like, well, you no, really I don't, don't sleep, that sleep that much. very terrible. much because <laughs> listen, when I come home at night, I still have to watch three hours of television yeah. before I go to bed. Because look, you know, it's recorded, but if you don't watch it, then it builds up. <laughs> right. Oh, I had, right. Yeah. Right at the height of the show so, seeing, I was like, I'm so overwhelmed by how much stuff is on my DVR right now. A lot to deal with. <laughs> three episodes behind on The Good Wife. It's oh. certainly and this. Good Wife is an hour oh. and it's so many episodes. And sometimes they push because of football or something, mm. it's pushed back and then I have to watch it on demand and I mine, can't fast no, forward no, Mine is now recording from like 5 p.m. Oh, to right. I should okay. just right. do that. I should just do that. God, I saw Chris Snoth today and I really wanted to just be like, what happened with Juliana Margulies and Archie Punjabi? What happened? Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Wow. Well, we don't, I don't know what happened. I work the I work at the cafe that's Rumors. in CSC, so he's oh, doing I a play there. Place. So I just saw him, and then I was just like, I don't want to. I want to know what happened <laughs> with Juliana Margulies and Archie Punjabi because they hadn't appeared on screen together for like three seasons, right? And weren't they like not even in the that same scene, shot in that final scene? Uh, they did not film it together. It was photoshopped. Wait, at the bar? Yeah. Yep. I, they didn't film that scene <gasps> together. It was very and much like... They parent they're, trapped they're, it? They, they totally... No, no, no. Also because Archie was on a red carpet like two days ago and they asked somebody, one of the reporters was like, was that photoshopped and she was like i'm not i'm not privy to the like she was like yeah, no no no, no i know and she's like the, the filming schedules and like i don't have a say in how things are filmed she she said that which juliana may or may does. not be true juliana margulies does have yeah, say. she has a producer credit i want to know what happened i love archie i mean i don't not like juliana but i have oh, such yeah. a girl crush on archie oh. Punjabi. oh god yeah she's god she's yeah. so didn't she i think fierce. she just booked something a new show she, she must there's no way she's not going from that show to like big time star i can't remember what it was I can't remember but either, right. but I'm excited. I hope she doesn't it. get famous too quickly because maybe mm. we can get her to like play like Velma or something. <gasps> Wouldn't that yep. be fabulous? Oh. I will definitely go see Chicago. If she goes into Chicago, we have a date, the three of us. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, we, we won't even need a time machine. We just, we just went to go see Brandy, Brandy and we were like, oh, how was she? She was fantastic. The production is delightful. These shows are not well maintained. Not at all. They're not maintained. They're not maintained. That's the problem. There's nobody there. If you want to do whatever the fuck you want on Broadway, go be in Chicago because it's free for Nobody's all. Nobody's reining you in. Nope. So a lot of shows are like that, no. though. Yeah. 
Maybe not the Hal Prince shows because he goes and cracks the whip. But mm. Does good. he? He like checks in on Phantom. That's awesome. I, well, I, I maybe not directly, but I know I know that he does check in stuff. So if well, you like, listen, I've listened to all these cool. interviews with like Howard McGillian and mm. Davis Gaines mm-hmm. and people, all the various replacement casts over the yeah. years, and they talk a lot about his presence. I mean, uh, through our fortuitous um, ticket situations, I got to see Norm Lewis twice as the Phantom. Oh, was he amazing? He was amazing. And I had also seen Phantom Semi recently. And that show, I don't know how it was played originally. It holds up because now it's just everybody is going for broke. But everybody's on the same level and the same amount of like overwrought gothic mm, yeah. nonsense. Mm. I don't know if it was ever played straight. But what do- they're doing now is still working. Yeah. Um, and he was... Well, I think that's also the tough thing thing about Chicago is we walked out of there being like, what the fuck? But the rest of the audience was like, we loved it. It's it was a wonderful. It's very, a very good. Like, whatever. <laughs> Mamma Mia. Yeah, I mean. Exactly. <laughs> R.I.P. Mamma Mia. Almost soon. Yeah. Soon. Maybe New World Stages will pick it up. Oh, my God. You're killing me. <laughs> well, what is next for you? What is next for me? Well, I'm trying to write a children's musical, but I can't oh, talk about ooh. it because we're still in okay. uh, talks for Good the to know, um, the rights the rights to mm. the book. Um, but uh, I'll probably do another solo show, and I'm thinking about a play that I want to write. Um, awesome. But I've got to kiss up to the person that has the rights to that. <laughs> but I, you know, I do a lot of like um, freelance, like online stuff. I have a weekly column in Playbill, and, right? Mm-hmm. And I have a monthly column for Decider called "From Stage to Stream." about movie musicals you can watch oh, online. So my oh. first one was Evita and then I did Into the Woods and this month I'm doing Annie. Nice. So if you guys have any Is it suggestions. the new Annie? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I might reference that but I didn't even see it. Yeah, I didn't, didn't see it either. either. No. I mean, I don't even like the Kathy Bates one, you know. Although oh. Audra McDonald, Alan Cunningham, well, yeah. Kristen Chenoweth, perfect, perfect, yeah. perfect. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Although, I don't, you know, I think I'd still take Anne Ranking, Tim Curry, and mm. uh, Bernadette. I but mean, Audra Allen I mean, and yeah. Kristen are flawless. It's but. funny because I did enjoy that they were doing the stage version yes. in that. And so there's totally. aspects of that. I was like, well, at least we don't have that terrible dance song. We've got Annie. But I'm just the right age all, to like kind of be into We Got Annie. <laughs> 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 uh, like, tax that. rebate. We got Annie. <laughs> I just love Anne Ranking. I mean, and that, like, oh, the ending with the scaffolding. It's just nonsense. Yeah. But, yeah, um, <laughs> but she's but in that dress. Like, she's so beautiful. So, it's the one that we all know and love. Yeah. Unless my mom apparently like begged my dad to buy her that cast recording. She really wanted That's that Annie cast, cast recording. recording. That's hilarious. Andrea McArdle and Dorothy the, Loudon. Yeah, it was one of like the, the first records. But it is. Too. It's so iconic. I mean, mm. that album, the Avita album, Chorus Line, Dream Girls. There's only a handful of records, Sweeney Todd, from that mm. era that you know, that is Broadway 101. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't do better than that, in my opinion. Yeah. They also had the Jesus Christ Superstar yes. double album. Original, yeah. original mm-hmm. with Murray Head. They still and, have and, it. Yeah. I've claimed but, my sisters, I've told them that I get dad's record collection. That's my favorite superstar, <laughs> even though I miss Could We Start Again, mm-hmm. please. But mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for somebody to do a really good production mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh, you're probably going to be mad at us for this, but we loved that crazy one that came a few seasons ago. I didn't hate it. Okay. But I, I, it was the first it, production yeah, I'd ever seen, and I was just like, oh my God, the scrolling is just, Paul I'm Nolan's so just excited like that it's vacantly into our eyes and just and like scrolling <laughs> in our faces. Yeah, I loved it. But I'm, you know, I really like the movie. Mm. Uh-huh. I we want to watch, watch it again. Yeah, we watched. You should get that really stoned before you watch well, it. Oh my God. So God's we, movie is enjoyable, we but it's did, not really watchable. We made a we like watched them back to back. Yeah, That's we made crazy. a video that when they were both on Broadway, uh, we made a rap battle video of Jesus from Jesus Christ Superstar and Jesus. From I need God's to see Bell. that. It's on, on the YouTube. Oh my God! It's probably the thing that I think we're both most proud of. I'm very I feel like it needs way more views. Patty wrote a rap song. I, okay, I'm I'm going to be promoting that. I had nothing to do with it. I was like, can you? Can you she can you like, write a line about Victor Lindsay Mendez? <laughs> she made me rhyme. I was like, all right, she's good. Lindsay can you Mendes. put she's in a line like? Oh my! Have God. you guys seen Susie Mosher's video of her medley? It's Jesus Christ Superstar in like six minutes. What? No. Do you know Susie yeah, Mosher? Of course, I love her. You guys her. had her on the show. No, you've got to have oh my her. God. Okay. Have you seen her show, The Great her. Daisy Theory? <laughs> no, I missed it both times. It was fifty. It below. is Very as sad. good as head. Did you see her in Holiday Holiday Inn? No. Oh my god, she was amazing. She played I a lesbian. It was very exciting. Oh my god, I gotta see that. Incredible. But she in this this thing she wrote, it's amazing. It's mm. better than my shows, but it's like the same amazing. kind of idea yeah. she sings. But this thing is online. I'll send it to you. She does a six-minute medley of pretty much every song in Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh-huh. 
But just when she's like, Christ, you know I love you. Didn't you see our way? <laughs> she's so goofy. Oh it is just amazing. I adore her. She used to like host that award yeah. that thing at the 54 Below, the yeah. call back. Oh, yeah, yeah, call yeah. back. Yeah. And I, we went, one of our friends competed and, mm. and didn't you compete I too? I competed in yeah. the call back. That's why I was there so many times and I two did. friends in it. And I was yeah. like, who is this woman and why do I not know about her? She's fucking amazing. I think only two people came. It was like you and Evan. So I did not move on. Sorry. <laughs> what did, did you real say? Well, though. I did a, like a Oh, it was like so a funny. Torch song arrangement of It's Gonna Be Me by NSYNC. Oh, it was fucking brilliant. great. Do you have video of that? Yeah, it's online. Because yeah, good. the oh, way well, that right. contest worked is that you could also get a spot, uh, a wild card spot based mm. on likes. And my video had the most views, but not the most likes because my friends apparently don't know how to follow directions. So wow. Lance Bass retweeted it. Ooh. So that's all I really needed to that have. That is it. all you needed. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what Broadway musical will get to see him in at some God, point. I'm so oh mad God. that I didn't go see him in Hairspray. What was I doing? Oh, I forgot that he did that. Yeah, they lowered all the keys for him because he's a bass. So they what say is it's he, a man's like, world. What is he going to play? I don't even know what he that's could play. Wait, he wasn't he Corny Collins? Like, he was. They lowered all the oh, keys. Oh, I guess that's high too. Yeah. That is interesting. He's like a, like a true... He could is make, he really? Maybe be Javert. I don't know if he could get up there, but he's like yeah. a true How's his acting? It's probably terrible. <laughs> I bet You've Justin on the line. I bet Justin would be a great oh actor, though. Justin doesn't really ever came to Broadway. I think I would die. He will. He will. Someday. I know. He, uh, he's such <laughs> She's a. She's gonna start crying right now. Is she literally crying. Yep. Crying. Oh my god. I think. I think Patty is to you as Justin is to wow. Patty. Wow. Yeah, but unfortunately for you, like Patty, is much easier I know, to get to. I know, I know, I know. Even for Patty LaCombe. You would have an easier time getting Patty on this show than I would have getting a ticket to a Justin concert. <laughs> oh, I love Justin. Sometimes I think about if he does Broadway and we get invited to the press event and I'll cry. Okay, what current Broadway show would you most want to see him in? Hedwig. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Great in Hedwig. He would yeah. be so... I'm sure they've offered it to him. I'm sure. He just oh. had a baby, so... Wow. Oh, my um, God. That's so good. I love the way you think about it. Well, you're oh, like, I'm with you all the way. Also, they moved to... Co- okay, this is <laughs> they moved to Colorado, which I didn't know about. What? I felt upset that I didn't know that Why they, would they moved move? to What are you supposed to do in She's Colorado? She's Jessica Beale's from Colorado, so they bought a house there. Do we like her? I don't think I've seen her in anything. I I'm like she does musicals too. Together. That's right. They, she she could be Itzhak. She was oh. in the, um, the Hollywood Bowl, Bowl Rent. Uh, Guys and Rent, Dolls. Guys and Dolls. Oh, right. She was Sarah Brown. Sarah Brown. Opposite Ellen Green. Oh, my God. Oh, Ellen oh, Green, you right. guys. Oh, are you, are you going to go see it? Of course. Yeah, I mean, although I think it's like sold yeah. out already. Yeah, because uh, well, they, they added, added a that second, second date. date. Oh you God. could get in. There's so many seats in City Center. There's right. no know, way there's so not When you have seats. a bad seat at City Center, it well, sucks. Yeah. yeah. I literally bought opera glasses because of how much I sat in the balcony at City Center. It's almost like I better to like them. watch like a bootleg than to mm-hmm. go in a balcony. Mm-hmm. It's basically there. the same. They are so far away from everything. Yeah. I'm so excited for a new brain, too. Me, yeah. too. Wait, just so do we know who's in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, well... Jonathan Jonathan Groff. Oh, isn't Jenny Jenny Barber's Kristen? Kristen Chenoweth. Um, but who else? Um, Aaron Lazar is Norm. Oh, who is on the scene? Va va boom! <laughs> I know, I know. I'm gonna like have yeah. to like. Oh, God, be he's really gonna take us sailing. Yeah. <laughs> Will he take off his shirt? Well, I hope so. Oh they do God. have that shower scene, but I don't know oh, if boys. Yeah. who's playing that. Oh, Josh Lehman. Who's that? He is in, uh, in Finding, Finding Neverland, Neverland right now, yeah. and he's, an he's an he was an elf. He wasn't one of the elves. Who's he tweets um, a lot about that check if it's equity thing. Yeah, um, ask if it's equity. So that's like his uh, his thing. Celeb cause who's cause celeb. <laughs> who's oh oh Rima Webb. Do you know who Rima no, Webb is? That? Oh, did you see Violet? Yourself. Yeah. She was oh, like, oh, okay. Who's who's the mother? Who's the mother? I can't remember. Let me look it up. Patty LuPone. <laughs> yeah, she's the only. What are your with- top five Patty LuPone dream casts? Well, Hello Dolly. Yep. Um, uh, the Witch and Into the Woods. <gasps> yes. Oh my God! It's not too late, you guys. It's not too <laughs> no, late. Of course not. It's are you never? Too whatever. Late. Like the witch can be fucking any age she wants to be. Come on. Yeah. Ooh. Mary Beth Peel. Hundred percent true. <laughs> Mary well, Beth Peel. No, no. Beautiful is woman. She's the most beautiful woman on earth. Um, <laughs> they can dress her down so well oh, when you see her in person, so well. and you're yeah. like, <gasps> yep. Yeah, yeah. Taking my breath away. Okay, continue. Okay, so Hello Dolly, Into the Woods. Um, 
I did not see or even hear any of the music from the uh, adaptation of Tales of the City. Mm. But in whether that or some other adaptation, mm. I really think Patty needs to play Mrs. Magical. Right. Um, other shows. Oh, oh, it's Anna Gasteyer. She's the Ooh. mom. Oh, I love I her. She's yeah. awesome. I mean, I don't necessarily want to see her as like Elphaba or Fanny Bryce, mm-hmm. but in that part, I definitely want to see her. Um, wait, I still get two more Patty shows, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. Wait, two more or I three couldn't more? Help myself. No, yeah, two uh, more. Yeah, two more. Um, okay. Uh, God, wait, do I really not have more ideas? That's crazy. <laughs> um, One of them can be a new show. Written a new show. Somebody write her a new show. Oh, okay. Well, I want to see her as Helen Lawson in Valley of the Dolls. Oh. Um, yep. I got to reread that book. And I, um, book. I want to see her as my grandma Dottie in the movie of my life. Uh, <laughs> or the musical, I guess. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be scary. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of fingernails and cigarettes. Yeah. What's the furthest like uh, you have ever traveled to see Patty or anything else? Um, okay, well, I used to go see Patty out of town a lot. Um, I've traveled from LA to the Ravinia Festival to see mm. her in Passion. So that's farther. Then I've gone all over the Eastern Seaboard, but I think that was a farther distance. Mm. Um, so is that the farthest I've gone to see Patty? I've gone from LA to San Francisco to see her, but I guess, yeah, the. Um, L.A. to Chicago is the farthest I've gone just this year. But I've gone a lot of, like, three- or four-hour, like, train or bus rides or car rides, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, We'll see anything that's three to four hours away from New York City. If it's the right thing. I mean. Well, sure. Yeah. Um, I remember when Patty was doing – when the Gypsy was at Ravinia. um, I'm from the Chicago area. And, like, it was before – obviously, it was before I moved here. And – Everyone like it was just like the people were talking buzz about it around it, and like nobody could get a ticket because they're subscribers. Oh, and yeah. then the lawn, there's like this immense lawn that you just if you don't sit in the little shell, then you can sit on the, the lawn wrong show and, for the lawn though. Yeah, mm. but I mean, I went from New York to see that too, and you know the fear mm-hmm. was that she would never. That was it. Yeah, because right. Arthur Lawrence didn't want her. Yeah, but she was still allowed to do a second class production, <laughs> so <laughs> she did. Ugh. Oh. Amazing. Well, we can't wait to see all the things. It's so exciting that you like stumbled into this yeah. through Patty Lapone, that you stumbled into this like new career for Thank yourself. You. Yeah, it's I'm, fucking great. I'm and excited. I'm happy I'll selfishly my heart because I think everywhere. you're amazing. Thank yeah. you. I yeah. think you guys are amazing. And it's so much fun talking to you. Thanks. <laughs> That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go, go see live theater. theater.